Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Well, the good news today is I had a lot of great feedback from last week's podcast, and I'm still getting it. I appreciate it. You can find a copy of it if you haven't heard it already, wherever you got this podcast, and you can also find it at quizthediz.com. I appreciate you uh, looking that up at some point. There are comments on there, and there are the written out 10 things we can agree on are right there for you to see. And one of the comments that I got, it was, we can't get people to agree on anything. And I I think that's very true. As a matter of fact, I used to work at a Christian radio station, and it had a lake outside. And I used to say, you know what? Jesus could come and stand on the lake and preach. And then if he came inside, there'd be people that'd be like, well, you got the carpet wet. Oh, shut up. I mean, there are times when you see these comments online, and, and I'm not saying this about ones that I got. I'm saying this about we can't get people to agree. That's the point. And, and there are these comments that you see, and it's like, can't you just be, I mean, for a moment, just a moment positive? Probably not. I was in the bank the other day talking to the teller, and normally you want the teller to kind of agree with you. Well, he literally lives on the other side of the tracks where I live, and there's a weird intersection. So we've got a road, another road that's a, that goes across, and then a railroad that crosses right there. And he's like, I, you know, that's a terrible intersection. Yep. And what makes it worse is the people that wait to let the people out from this one road. And I'm like, well, if you didn't have people letting us out, because I'm on the road that they have to let them out from, then we might never get out. And he's well, that's just, you know, the, your choice living back in there. I'm like, wait, what? Can't we be courteous to each other? Would that be all right? Would that be okay? Again, we didn't agree on that. And I'm like, that's an interesting way of looking at things. Because the way I think most people look at things is, well, I want my life to be easier. I don't care what yours is like. And I don't remember ever growing up feeling like that, although I think that's a valid point. Let me tell you why. People think that all the time. As a matter of fact, if you go back to the Bible, Jesus said it, love your neighbor as yourself. He didn't say more than yourself. He said as yourself, because the point is we're going to love ourselves first. That's our first love. We're going to love ourselves first. We're going to take care of ourselves first. Well, no, Brother Terry, you don't understand. I take care of everybody around me. Well, okay, thanks. Do you do you eat lunch every day or breakfast or supper before you feed somebody down the street? Well, what do you mean? Uh, you do, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I doubt that you take care of everybody else first before you take care of yourself. Maybe you do. I don't know. But Jesus didn't think we did that, so I'm not going to think that much higher if you catch my drift. I mean, really, in, in the long run, we're going to take care of ourselves first. And, and the Lord know that, knew that, and that's just the way it is. But it doesn't mean we can't be courteous and kind to people. And so going back to this point that the person made on a, uh, on a post to the, to the podcast, it was like, well, you know, we can't get people to agree on anything. You're not wrong. But here's the point that I was trying to make on 10 things we can agree on for America. That's this. If we're going to lead, if my side is going to lead, and as if you can't guess, I'm on the conservative side, but if we're going to lead, we can't be just against everything else. 
And let me tell you why. What are you against? What are you running up against? For instance, when a progressive says, well, I want a better planet. Well, I do too. Everybody wants that. Well, I want this and I want that. Okay, define how we get there. For instance, when people start talking about um, a zero carbon, how do you get there? We emit carbon every day. I do. I mean, breathing, we emit carbon dioxide. How do we get away from ever doing that again? The planet wasn't even designed that way. And yet people are like, well, you know, we, we ought to be uh, zero carbon emissions. When I look at that and when people start talking about that, I think, wait a minute. Okay, you want us to not have any cars. I mean, there's a move afoot for there not to be any gas or diesel-powered vehicles in the United States by 2050. Well, maybe we can do that. Normally, what we've done in this country before is we've allowed the market to bring that about. But right now, there are people pushing that, and there's a reason for it, and it's always, and you can write this down, always the money. Well, no, we just want to protect the planet. Uh-huh. Where's the money? Because it's always the money. I'm sure there are a few people like, oh, no, I really, I want to hug a tree. Well, I, okay, you go hug a tree, but there's somebody in your group that wants to make money off of this. The worst uh, factions that have come out in the last hundred years have been the communists and the socialists because, oh, we just want everybody to be equal. Now, I want to be a little more equal than you because somebody has to lead, but I we want everybody equal. How does that work out? It's been the worst political philosophy of ever is, oh, we're just all going to get. No, it's, it's again, it's us trying to do something politically that can only be done spiritually we can only get along spiritually and if you've ever been in a church you know even that's difficult to do so i've talked all the way around this saying i you know it's it's hard to get anybody to agree on anything i know that i get it i understand that but what i'm saying is if we're going to lead we have to have some things that we can agree on as americans so let's say we can't get the other side to agree on any of these. I Okay, I can't do anything about that. What am I calling you to? See, I think we're made for a higher calling. I saw a friend of mine post a thing the other night. said, well, what you ought to do is always go for the least common denominator. No, I disagree with that. You know why I disagree with that? That didn't get you anywhere. The least common denominator holds you back. It's like, well, not everybody can get to this point, so we're just going to curve uh, grade on the curve really is that good for you when you were in school did you like it when the teacher graded on the curve you did if you weren't doing very well if you didn't pay attention but if you were like me and got pretty good grades i hated getting graded on the curve because that meant everybody else got a better grade and i got something it's not i mean it really isn't fair so if you ask a progressive well what's fair how do they define that well everybody should make about the same amount of money well wait a minute is it about the same amount of money or the same amount of money? Because there's a difference in those two phrases. Because, you know, I do pretty well. And I don't want to give up one dime of what I make. Not one single dime. I want to be able to give it away, but I don't want somebody coming and taking it from me. However, did you know that every year, every year, we work until May just to pay our taxes? Every minute of work that we do from the first of the year, usually to some time in early May, it's all tax money that goes out. And if the government has its way, 
it'll be the end of June. Now, when you get to the end of June and you're still paying taxes, <clears throat> that means you're paying half your salary in taxes. Is that fair? Well, now there's some people that think it is because you make enough money. What is enough money? I heard Bill Johnson out at Bethel Church one time say this. What's too much money, he was asked. Well, too much money is whatever it takes to get you to not trust God anymore. For some people, it's 100 bucks. For some people, it's 100 million. So I don't ever want to get to the point where I don't have to trust God, but I also want to be comfortable. I mean, we all do. That's kind of the deal. We all kind of want to be comfortable. I get that. So going back to the original statement here is this podcast series that I'm doing on 10 things we can agree on for America is calling us higher, calling us out from uh, lethargy, from I'm giving up or we'll never win or anything like that. It's 10 things I think the conservative side can say, wait a minute, we can agree on these things. Let's go there. Let's do this. And it's kind of like along the Reagan principle of a shining city on a hill, which is, again, a biblical phrase. But everybody kind of got that idea that in the lethargy and and the just the downtime that we had in the late 70s after the Vietnam War loss, after the, the uh, fuel crisis, after just having... It wasn't a good time for the for the country, and I remember that. I was in high school at the time, but I remember it kind of being ugh, not such a good time. After all that, here comes a guy and says, you know what, we can do better than this. That's what I'm calling for is I think we can do better than this. Well, the 10 things we can agree on for America, I've changed one of them, and it was a really good comment somebody made, and it was uh, the one that is about the, our government operates within its means. It's number five. What I should say there is our government should operate within its means. Uh, she took it, and rightfully so. The original way was our government operates within its means means that it already does. No, it does not. We have $34 trillion, $34 trillion in debt. To give you some perspective on how much money that is, if you spent $500,000 a day since the pyramids were being built. So that's like 5,500 years ago, 5,400 years ago. That's how much money the United States government has borrowed, not spent, but borrowed since the end of June, a trillion dollars. Unbelievable. Why? We don't live within our means. So when I said number five was our government operates within its means, I meant it should. And we should. Because I kind of wonder, where are we spending all that money? I mean, I know we spend a lot of money, but where's it going? Because you, you begin to think about it, and you're like, well, you know, we've got roads and bridges to take care of. Yep. We've got people in the military. Yep. Got that so far. Got people on welfare. Yep. Got that. Got debt to pay for. Yep. Got that. And it still doesn't add up to a trillion dollars, and yet, there it goes. So 10 things we should agree on and we can agree on for America is a conservative view of where we should go. That's all it is. Okay, so I, th I said in my last podcast, and I'm going to start out with this today. <laughs> it's almost too late. We're almost done with the podcast for today. But one of the things I think we should all agree on is that we are a sovereign nation. Now, I realize we live on a planet that is easily connected now. You know, there was a time that it would take days or weeks to get news from one side of the world to the other. You've heard of the Pony Express. Well, the Pony Express took mail from St. Joseph, Missouri to the San Francisco area. And it did that, and it took about, I don't know, 10 or 11 days, long time. But it was still quicker than they were getting the news when they started. 
But can you imagine getting news 10 or 11 days later? We get upset if it's 10 or 11 seconds later now. As a matter of fact, there's a company that built a connection between the stock market and Chicago and paid for the entire thing. It's one connection, one wire, maybe more than one wire, but it's one connection that belongs to one company because going through the internet cost them a tenth of a second per transaction. And every tenth of a second that they lost was lost money. Isn't that interesting? That's how quick we want to communicate today. And the problem with that is, is that we see things going on around the world and we think they're worse than they've ever been. Well, we don't know that. We didn't know 100 years ago what was going on around the world at the same time. And 50 years ago, we would know what was going on around the world within a few hours' time when we would see the news at night. Remember when you sit down and watch the news at night and you'd find out what Walter or Chet had to say about it and you'd be like, okay, well, that must be the news. That must be the truth. We've since found out that a lot of that stuff was, was formed so that we could see what they wanted us to see. Well, we didn't think that at the time, but we sure do think it now. And now we are being coerced by other nations, by other groups of nations, and by other people that are in leadership over nations and over groups of nations like the World Economic Forum to say, no, this is what the world should be like. These are the things that we should do. Well, no, we're a sovereign nation. We have the best and longest lasting constitution of any nation on the planet. And I believe one reason that we have such a long lasting constitution is because the men that framed it, and it was all men that framed it, I know there were women around, but there were men that framed it back in the 1700s were all seeking God on it because they knew that they had just come out of a a monarchical society that didn't seek God on things, that didn't ask the Lord. And as a matter of fact, probably thought he was God. You know, not really. It's not that kind of system, but he was the head of the church in England. And I mean, come on. When you think you're, when you're the head of the church, you can have a lot of things to say in the church. So as a sovereign nation, that means that we should abide by our constitution. We should abide. There are certain um, international norms that we should abide by, like the Geneva Convention and some stuff like that. But as far as letting a group of people, whether they're in New York City meeting as the United Nations or in Davos meeting as the World Economic Forum or somewhere else meeting and deciding that, yep, we're all going to have electric cars by 2050, or we're all going to be eating bugs here pretty soon, or nobody should eat meat. Uh, How do you come up with that? Well, the way you come up with that is you think your ideas are better than anybody else's. And then you figure out a way to force that on people. Well, I don't, that's not right. We're a sovereign nation. And you're seeing now in, uh, as a matter of fact, we saw it a few years ago in the Brexit thing. When Brexit wanted to get out of the uh, European Union, they wanted to get out because they weren't sovereign over their own nation anymore. And I think we'll see more more countries leave the European Union in the future. They're not doing it now, but you can't have a sovereign nation and a world government. Just not going to work. We're a sovereign nation. I'm I'm very proud to be an American. I like the fact that I was born here. I like the fact that our country's wealthy and has great ideas and it has a godly imprint on our very foundation. 
Well, I finally got around to the first of 10 things we can agree on for America. You can find the whole list at quizthediz.com. That's our website. You can reach me at terry at quizthediz.com. And I do look forward to hearing your questions and comments. Would you take a moment and rate the podcast where you get it and let your friends know about us? And remember, God has a plan for your life and your nation, and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz That Is podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz That Is.